0: Just giving a chance for everybody to sign in right now and you can give me a sound check. So be sure to let us know if you're here in the chat and let us know where you're watching from and we'll just give a chance for everybody to sign in and I'll show the announcement slides so everybody can get the notification. Be sure to go on Facebook and share the posts. I'm going to give you a chance to do that and give us a like, a share, a comment. Also, on YouTube, be sure to give us a like, a comment to let us know you're watching. And then also if you haven't sub- subscribed already, be sure to do that as well. All right. We're letting everybody sign in. We've got about 19 right now. Good morning, everybody. Trust you're doing well. And you got my phone trees. All right. We got 19 on Facebook two on YouTube. All right. everything's sounding good. We want to get started out on the right foot. I had to switch over to the webcam this morning. It seems like every time everything's different. So if everything sounds good on your end, we're in good shape. Let me test this real quick. Test, test. Okay. Now I can hear myself. That helps me. righty. Let's see. We've got about 24 in here. I'm just letting everybody get signed in. Give us a good check. I got Liana and Kaylee monitoring from the house. Okay, Kaylee says it sounds and looks great. Thank you, Kaylee. All right, good to see everybody signing in. And I'm going to go on Facebook real quick and share this from my own page. Be sure to do the same if you know how to do that. i going to find it. I got 700 windows open. And then I'm going to show a slide presentation. that will have music. It'll have all the birthdays and any, any anniversaries that we have. Okay, Matthew Gilley says uh, me and Dad are watching on... YouTube all right very good very good all right let me share this real quickly like I said it seemed like every week something's different so I changed my webcam so I'm a little dark on one side but that'll be all right it doesn't work as good in low light all right switching now sharing my post okay very good all right, so let me go over here and see who we got. Do a roll call real quick. All right, getting the notifications. That's good. Okay, we got Miss uh, Annie Versal, good to see you. And Chris No, thanks for your help. And if you want to help here in a little bit, I got something that we could we can do. And Kenneth Hilton, good to see you. Good morning, God bless. Um, we got Brenda Mays, good to have you. And Thomas, trust he's doing well. Uh, like I said, Annie and Versal. And Chris, and here's Brother Guy. All right, looks like we've got about 30 now. Three on YouTube, 27 on Facebook. All right, Miss uh, Maxine Chaney's with us. Miss Lisa, uh, good to see you. And Carrie's here. Trust you're doing better. Sounds good, thank you. Chris, sounds good. Sounds good on Facebook. We got Joe Gravely here. we got Darlene Gravely here. Good morning, good morning. we got... Maxine Travis. All right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Watching from Martinsville. Awesome. Awesome. Trust y'all are doing well. Tell Doug I said hello. Uh, Kathy. And then we got uh Kenneth. All right. Sounds looks good on the phone. YouTube. All right. And John Louise watching. Trust y'all are doing well. There's Sherry Milligan. Trust John y'all are doing well. And uh Miss Faye. We'll have a congratulations for them here shortly. So be praying for Matt and Jessica Harmon in the hospital and labor and pray for them. have some good news to share with you here shortly right now. Let's pray for a safe delivery of baby Cooper and uh, safe uh, for mom. And, and here's uh, Kelly may tell William, I said, hello. I'm sure he's probably watching on the website. He might have to go out and work today, possibly. All right. Uh, let's see. Miss Rosemary, Miss Maxine Hall's watching. All right. Listen on Facebook. Awesome. We got Melissa Campbell. All right. Trust you're doing well. Good to see you. Hey, Janet. Janet Craig. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Miss Holly's watching on Facebook, YouTube, and big screen. All right. Uh, Kathy McGrady. We got Christy. All right. Christy Smith. Good morning. All right. Very good. So if you're still here, we got a good number now. We got 34 watching, 31 on Facebook three on YouTube. All right, now we're in good shape. All right, so what we're going to do at this point is I'm going to show you a slide presentation that has all of the announcements on it. So just stick around that. It'll play, and then afterwards, I'll come back and be sure you have your coffee this morning, all right? And, or whatever you choose, all right? And then I'll come back and we'll share the message with you. This morning, I'm really excited about it. I want to share it with you. And I'll be right back. So in the meantime, here's a slide presentation has amazing grace playing in the background, which should in theory, (laughs) and it'll have all the slides and the birthdays and anniversaries. All right, here we go. I'll be right back. Here's the announcements for the week. If you could let me know if that came through well, I'm going to play it one more time and I'll put myself kind of to the side and of course I'm trying things new all the time. Grab that one more time. Okay, and let's do like a little split screen thing real quick. Try that. Yeah, something like that. I believe everything worked out good with that, so that's going to be something we're always here at Faith Baptist. We're always experimenting with new things, and so um, we're actually our happy birthday for Jesus offering will go towards monitors in the sanctuary that we'll be able to play and show those slides in the sanctuary when the Lord allows us to come back, and so uh, we create that and uh, getting getting used to the idea. And, my daughter, Kaylee, uh, that's uh, a good job that she's taken on and I get that all together and she puts it together for us So be sure you let let Kaylee know you appreciate her in doing that. And we're teaching her some things as well that she can get in on and all that good stuff. All right. And Kaylee, if you could let me know on your side, I know she's monitoring in the private chat. Let me know if I could bring up my volume just a tad. If it's too hot, I can leave it alone and Leanne, if you could let me know, okay, I can come up. Is that okay right there? Because it helps me on my end. If I can hear a little bit. Okay. All right. So hopefully I don't blow you out of the water. If I do, just let me know. I don't want to. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. So we got everything set up. We're in good shape and I can hear myself well and get good and situated. And let me hit a few buttons here. There we go. And very good. All right. So I'm director, producer, and editor and everything else this morning. But I do have Kaylee and uh, Leanna down in the Parsonage, and they're helping me monitor through the private chat and helping me with that. All right. So we got our announcements out of the way. Like I said, I'll keep you informed on some things uh, that is uh, going on in the church. And as I said, right now there has been a growing concern and even myself, a growing concern about the cases in the community and especially with the reports we get from the local hospital and surrounding areas of the cases of COVID and so forth that we're dealing with. And so we want to exercise precaution. It is a good way. And I feel like everybody uh, understands uh, very well that uh, we want to keep everyone safe. And, and you know, the Lord will um, will watch over each and every one of us. And the good thing is that we have, the ability to do this online. And we have a good audience. Uh, In fact, right now I can monitor it. I can't see. We have eight watching on YouTube and 34 watching on uh, Facebook. And then those who will catch it on the replay as well as um, is coming through on uh, also the replay and then we'll put it on um, podcast. Okay. All right. With all that said, and also want to mention that slideshow presentation that I showed a little while ago. I will put that up as a video and place it on the Facebook page and YouTube page so y'all can go back and look at that later, and I'll time those slides a little uh, slower so you have a chance to read them in pass them. okay, all right, so we're like I said we're just experiment with that, and we'll get better as time goes on. all right, so let's get into our Message this morning. If you would turn with me in the Bible to Revelation chapter 20. That and then, yeah, okay, very good. Um, turn to Revelation chapter 20, if you would. Grab my Bible here. I got my notes, some other book, but I need the Bible. All right, Revelation chapter number 20. Now, let me, uh, for those of you just joining in, I'm going through a series entitled peace in the valley which goes by that old hymn peace in the valley there'll be peace in the valley for me talking about the lion laying down with the lamb and a child playing with a uh, asp a snake and a viper and it will not hurt them and what that's talking about that's a biblical principle of a time that will be in the future be a futuristic event that has not yet transpired that we look forward to a time of peace a time of prosperity, a time of prolonged life, a time of uh, peace and uh, population explosion, and it's been given in prophecy in the Old Testament. And we don't hear a whole lot about this. In fact, I've never heard anyone preach on it uh, besides myself in all the years that I've been saved and been to revivals and Bible conferences and so forth, and I've never really heard any preaching or much teaching on it outside of where I went to Bible college. And that is the time that is a futuristic time period that will, what we refer to as the millennial reign of Christ. Now the Bible doesn't say a whole lot about the millennial reign of Christ in the New Testament. All right, there are a few references that we really have to dig in and find them and be able to uh, get those to where uh, we really got to dive deep and, and define the scriptures and see what they're in relation to. But really, in the Old Testament, there are, are several references referring to a time of peace, which will be the time of the millennial reign of Christ. Okay, so let me give you a little uh, bring up to speed on this so that we all land at the, the same place before I really get going and and lose you because it, it it'll go very quickly. So let's talk about where we where we stand right now. Right now we're in the church age. We're in the age of grace. We're in the time that the Bible talks about there'll be wars and you know rumors of wars and so forth like that. And let me set something real quick. I see it. Okay. So wars and rumors of wars and things of that nature. And so we anticipate the next thing on God's prophetic calendar is going to be the rapture of the church. We believe that as being premillennial and pre-tribulational, that we believe that before the tribulation time comes, which the Bible Jesus Christ said we would go through tribulation, but not the great tribulation and not the seven years of tribulation. Uh, that is referred to in the book of the Revelation. But we uh, are looking for the rapture of the church, uh, where we're, we're called out in the air, and there sh- we shall ever be with the Lord in the air, and we will not be a part of the tribulation period. So that's the next thing on God's prophetic calendar. Nothing in Bible prophecy needs to transpire before the rapture of the church. Okay, So it's imminent, meaning it can happen at any moment. It could happen before the end of the year. It could happen before the end of the month the end of the week, the end of the day, the end of the hour, the end of the minute, the end of the sentence, Jesus Christ could come in the way of the rapture, okay? So when we have the, the rapture of the church, it should be a seven-year tribulation period divided into three and a half years, the first part being the tribulation, the last three and a half being the time of Jacob's trouble. And at the end of that seven-year tribulation period, I'll not get into that because we've already covered that before we went through our study of the book of the Revelation. At the end of that, Revelation chapter number 19, we have the Lord Jesus Christ coming back riding a white horse to go to battle in the Battle of Armageddon. And there he will utterly annihilate the entire total enemies of God, all the God-haters, all those who go against God. He will totally obliterate, annihilate uh, them in that, we could say the last major battle uh, before ushering in the millennial reign. So that brings us to the next chapter. Remember Revelation chapter number 19, the second advent of Christ. He comes back, sets his foot on the Mount of Olives as it was prophesied in the book of Acts. And then he, uh, of course, goes into heaven in the book of Acts and so forth. And let me change something real quick. All right, there we go. All right, so, so th- then he, uh, we open up Revelation chapter number 20, what happens is we are going to go into a new uh, time period, if you will, and that's going to bring us to a time when Satan is going to be bound in the bottomless pit. He will no longer have the influence or the satanic pull of man during this time. So as you see, as he comes back, in Revelation chapter number nineteen, he takes the beast and the false prophet, which is the antichrist and the false prophet, and places them in the lake of fire. They are gone away with. We'll never have to deal. We We're not going to deal with them again. They're gone. They're off the scene. So only Satan is left, that great red dragon, and all the kings and those who come against God in that great battle against God, that last final battle of Armageddon. When the Bible says it prophesied in Revelation chapter 14 that for 200 miles that blood will be up to the horse's bridle for 200 miles span, wow. In a battle, when God comes against the enemy that has gathered together to try to destroy him, of course we know they don't have a fighting chance. Uh, there's, it's not much of a battle. We'll be coming back with him if we're saved, riding white horses as well, but I'm just going to be a spectator because Christ will... Destroy them with the sword that proceedeth out of his mouth. They have no chance. They have no, they have no uh, possibility of even mustering a win uh, during this time. And the Bible says that the fowls of air have been called there to feast on their flesh. I know that's blunt, but that's what the Bible says. We open up Revelation chapter twenty. What happens is Satan is taken. He's bound. He's placed in the bottomless pit to not influence anyone during this entire thousand year millennial reign. Now there's a purpose of the millennial reign that we'll talk about later, probably next week, because we won't have time to get to it today. And so there's going to be two resurrections. There'll be a first resurrection and then a second uh, resurrection. And then we have this little time period that Bible talks about. Well, as far as the scripture given to, it's a thousand, literal thousand years. So if you're wondering is the thousand year millennial reign of Christ is it literal does a thousand years mean a thousand years i'm going to i say yes i believe the bible to be literally true it says what it means and means what it says if it makes sense seek no other sense lest you make it nonsense the bible says it's a thousand years and a thousand years is a thousand years okay and he says this thousand year millennial reign of christ will be a time of peace and prosperity and prolonged life. It'll be a time where there'll be an enormous population explosion during this time. It's a time that's been prophesied. And it's the one thing that creation and man and this world hunger for is peace in the valley. That we look forward to a time when Christ will officially be in capital letters, King of kings and Lord of lords. I emphasize that because we're not there yet, folks. The Bible says that Satan is the god of this age. He's the prince and power of the air. And Christ, if he was in charge, if we were under the government of a theocracy, theo meaning God, and we were under a government that was reigned by God and God ruled as he always has wanted to. There's different governments, there's dictatorships, there's democracies and so forth. Thank God we live in America, but that's not totally God ruling because when God rules, it's going to be a time of peace. It's going to be a time of prosperity. It's going to be a time there's no wars, sickness. Things are going to be a utopia. Things are going to be a golden age, a time when people are not just sitting around, but they're working and there's plenty of work and they're getting paid for their wages and there's justice and there's peace and all these things. That is a time that's coming folks. And I, with all the turmoil in the world and all the things we've dealt with in 2020 and in 2021 coming up, I yearn and I am encouraged by the time that I look at in the Bible that tells us there's going to be a time of peace, wonderful peace. Uh, in the valley for me and for you, and God is going to give us this wonderful time. And if you're saved and you go in the way of the rapture, when you come back with Christ, you're going to be enjoying that thousand-year millennial reign of Christ when we'll be under a theocracy. God will rule, and because of that, because he's in charge and things are going His uh, the way he wants them, and because the Bible says there'll be a full knowledge of God, and because of all this, there will be peace and prosperity just a time that Satan has no influence, he has no pull, he's out of the picture, and the lion lays down with the lamb, and the the sin curse is lifted from the earth, and so forth, and so we see that there. And so It says in Revelation chapter number 20, if you look at verse 8, it says, um, it says, and shall go out to deceive the nations, which are the four quarters, now this is after, we're going to talk about that later, When Satan is released from the bottomless pit, but I want to pick up uh, here with the latter part of this verse, the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather together to battle the number of... Now, here's the phrase I want you to get, okay? The number of whom is as the sand of the sea. All right, let me say that again. We We need to digest that. That is an incredible thought when you bring it to perspective, which I'm getting ready to do here in a minute. It tells us that at the end of the thousand-year millennial reign, when Satan is released from the bottomless pit, he will, of course, deceive the nations again and bring that, I guess we could say that final battle that's after the millennium, which is Gog and Magog. And in that battle, it tells us that the number of whom that gathers against God is as the sand of the sea. Now, let's bring this into perspective. Wait just a minute. How can that be? How can it be that at the end of the thousand-year millennial reign, there can be a multitude, and that's just the multitude that comes against God, that will be as the sand of the sea? So that brings me to the third thing I want to talk to you about. Last week we talked about the prophecy of the millennium that's prophesied in the Old Testament as well as the Gospels. And then we talked about the peace of the millennium and the peace will be that Christ, well, there'll be so much peace because Christ is in charge. Christ is King of Kings and Lord of Lords under a theocracy. God is ruling, and, and God because of that is the result of peace. There's not going to be any wars. It said they'll beat their plowshare, their swords to plowshares, and they'll learn war no more. I love that verse. I absolutely love that verse. They're going to beat their swords uh, into plowshares. And they're going to learn war no more. Okay, during that time. So that brings me to the third thing, which is the population of the millennium. The population. There will be a tremendous population explosion during the millennium. Now we got to bring this into uh, perspective because you got those of you that know the Bible think, wait a minute here. Let me bring this out, and we ask ourselves the question: How? Can the population of the millennium be so vast? How can this even be when there's a several things that had happened happen? Now, the, the Bible uses that phrase, the sand of the sea, to refer to a, a, an enormous population. For example, if you go back to Abraham the first time it's mentioned, it tells us that God would bless Abram or Abraham later bless him and multiply his seed his seed as the star as the stars in the sky and the sand of the sea all right so think about that it's in reference to a an enormous multitude of people all right so but how can this be when two things have transpired number 1 has been the elimination of the enemies of god Let's digest this a minute. Let's make sure that we understand where we are right here. The elimination of the enemies of God. Right now there's God-haters, unbelievers, lost, unregenerate, vile, uh, perverse people in the world that will not turn to God. Now they can turn to God and be saved like, just like anybody else. But if they don't, at the end of the, uh, the, end of the seven-year tribulation period, When they all gather together, the God-haters and unbelievers and unregenerate and twist and vile and evil will come against God in the battle of Armageddon, get this point now, God will totally eliminate, eliminate all and eradicate, eradicate evil from the face of the earth. Every lost God-hater that comes against God, that goes at that tribulation period and just will not repent, that God gives them chance after chance, after trumpet, after vial, after um, uh, seal. He gives them chance time and time again. He gives them the two witnesses. They just It just hardens their heart, and they will not be saved. And what happens as a result of that is the total elimination. The, if I could use the word extermination that from the face of the earth in Armageddon, there will not be one lost person left, one unbeliever, one God-hater, one that's taken the mark of the beast, will not be left upon the face of the earth. Let me say that again. There will not be one God-hater, one unbeliever, one lost, one vile, one unregenerate God-hater comes against God. They will be totally eliminated and exterminated and eliminated from the face of the earth. Now, that needs to happen because it cannot be a utopian, a golden age, and a millennial reign of peace and prosperity with evil and with God-haters and and with those who trust not God. So we come to the battle of Armageddon, all the lost and all those come against God totally eradicated and eliminated from the face of the earth, and God's going to get a fresh start. Those who are saved, both Jew and Gentile, at that time, we'll be ushered into the millennial reign of Christ. And so as we step off that end of the tribulation period, in over into the thousand-year utopia, the golden age, the age of not the age of grace, we're in the age of grace now, when we enter into that time of prosperity and peace, the millennium, the thousand-year millennial reign, there will only be saved Jews and Gentiles, Okay. So this happens the battle Armageddon. The population will only include all the saved of Israel and the saved of the Gentiles who are living at the time of his return. So Scripture makes it clear that all sinners will be cut off from the institution of the kingdom. All right, the Bible tells us this. The Bible tells us this that it, there's going to come a time, and this the time I'm getting ready to read about is not the rapture. Is not the rapture referring to the nations? Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 36. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, that's the second coming, the second advent, Revelation chapter 19, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he set upon his throne of glory. That is when he, there will be a theocracy. That's when God will rule. Okay? He shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels, and he is set upon his throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all nations, and shall separate them one from another, as a sheep divideth his sheep from the goats. We all know about that terminology, separating the sheep from the goats. He shall set the sheep on the right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the Kingdom, the kingdom age, the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, hungered, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger, you took me in naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. So you see that it is revealed that only saved will go into the kingdom age. All right. Next is the reason that we have the sand of the sea, is because the explosion, not only because the elimination of the enemies of God, but the explosion of the human population. Right now, estimates upon the face of the earth estimate between 7 billion people, approximately, upon the face of God's green earth. 7 billion people people now think about those that will die well you take you take out of seven billion people rewind seven approximate seven years prior you got the rapture of the church all the believers upon the entire face the earth those who believe jesus christ I'll, i'll even go a step further not only baptist okay the Bible just said, it didn't say if you've got to be Baptist or believe, uh, it just says if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved and thy house. I just figured why I was going, I'd go first class. But uh, but he's talking about those who believe in Jesus Christ shall be called up in the air. Think about the millions, millions, perhaps billion, that will be taken from the face of the earth. And then all those who die during the, the seven seals, the seven trumpets, the seven vials, and those who come against God that are eliminated. And then we, we dwindle on down to only the saved that are ushered into the kingdom age and the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ. And then there's going to be a, a, a remnant, only a remnant that are, if you will, deposited initially at the beginning of the millennial reign. So there's gonna have to be an explosion of human population. Something else that is interesting about the millennial reign is the the curse is lifted. And we go back to when men and ladies live longer lifespans. Now, if you go back just a hundred years ago, the lifespan in the early, would it be 19th century, the lifespan of humans has tremendously increased. Well, maybe not tremendously, but it's, it's significantly increased. I mean, back in the early 1900s, I mean, if you were 50, 60 years old, I mean, you were doing great to live to that lifespan. Now with modern medicine and doctors and uh, all these different things we have today, we, um, to live to be 80 years old now, I know people in their 80s and 90s that are doing well and getting along good. And, you know, they'll say, you know, I've heard people in their 80s and 90s say, and they're, they're serious, they're saying, when I get old, I, you know, I might do this. And they're in their 80s and 90s, so they don't even consider themselves old anymore. But in comparison to the comparison to the millennial reign, because Christ rules and because there's not war, because there's not going to be famine, there's not going to be corruption in the government because God... God's got the government. He runs the government at that time because there will be the, not be famine and drought and disease and <coughs> excuse me, disease and all these things. Then men, man's lifespan, both men and ladies, will be tremendously increased. We do have an insight to that. You say, how long will they live during that time of the millennial reign? The curse is lifted. The Bible tells us and gives us one insight on this. We see that that during that time, there'll be the reproduction by living peoples, the living uh, saints who go into the millennium and their natural bodies will beget children through the age and the earth's population will soar. These born in the age uh, will be born without a sin nature. So salvation uh, will be required. And even though they're in the tribulation period, we'll come back to that later that we see that they will they will still need to be saved. They will still be born with a sin nature. That's so important. They're not going to be perfect. God's going to prove a point now during the millennial reign that we'll see next week. So in the prolonged life, we do have this, um, this one about this explosion. So that brings me to the next thing, which is prolonged life of the millennium. We talked about the... Um, the population of the millennium, which goes to the prolonged life of the millennium that leads us right into that. If you want to look at a verse sometime is Isaiah 65 verse 20, Isaiah 65 verse 20 says that there shall be no more an infant of days. Now listen, nor an old man that hath not fulfilled his days. Now, now this gives us an insight. Listen, listen, For the child shall die a hundred years old. So in the millennial reign, when the curse is lifted, man goes back to living longer. If a person was to die at that time of a hundred years of age, they would be considered just a child, just a child at that time at a hundred years of age. That gives us something to hang our hat on of the length of prolonged life that will be given. And as I said, this this is given for several reasons that we'll get into a little bit this morning and then we'll look at the rest of it next week. See, there will be a supernatural work of preservation in the life of the millennial age through the King. All right. So think we're over here in the millennial reign. It's a thousand years that we're under the government of a theocracy when God rules and he's on the throne, he's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. All the evil has been exterminated, eliminated from the face of the earth. They have taken their swords and beat them to plowshares. They they learn war no more. It is a time of peace. All right. There's not going to be any war. There's not going to be fighting and skirmishes and disagreements and murder during that time. Okay. There's not going to be any crime or violence, and so that will prolong life uh, by itself. There's not going because Christ will rule in the economy. There will not be those who will not get paid for a day's wage, as we'll look at in a future sermon, there'll be those who are take, they're going to be taken care of. They are going to be, uh, because there, there's peace and you know, there's no war and the kingdom of the, the world reign under Christ and there's a resilient uh, economic worldwide prosperity you know, if you think you're prosperous now in this age, imagine what it will be in the millennial reign when Christ rules and everybody's doing like they're supposed to. It'll be a booming economy. You say, well, I think the Republicans or the Democrats are better on either side when it comes to handling the economy. And, and you may be right or you may be wrong, but i tell you one thing. They're not going to be anywhere close to the economy that God's going to run in the millennium under the reign of Christ. So resilient economic prosperity. There'll be food. There'll be water. There'll be natural resources available to everyone, fairly distributed throughout. There'll be no one hoarding it and no other people starving to death in third world countries. And since the, since the nations not devote a vast proportion of their expenditures on uh, munitions and guns and tanks and artillery, is a major theme of the profits. So think about it just in that aspect that just for that one reason alone will be uh, allowing man, men and ladies to live long, prosperous, healthy lives without, with the elimination of disease. And, and even, in fact, the Bible tells us also this, this is something that I want to share with you real quick, and then we'll look at the rest uh, next week. But sickness is removed. And I'm reading from the book, Things to Come, by Dwight Pentecost. And one of the things that he mentions is sickness is removed during the time of the millennium. The ministry of the king as a healer will be seen throughout the age so that sickness and even death, except for the, uh, the death measure in dealing with overt sin, will be removed. And, of course, we sing that verse in just a minute. Uh, there will be a healing of the deformed. Listen to this you may have never heard of this before, but there are verses that go along with this. Accompanying this ministry will be the healing of all deformity at the inception of the millennium. So those who are crippled, those who are uh, any, have any deformities will be healed of that. And he gives the references of Isaiah 29, Isaiah 35, Isaiah 61, Jeremiah 31, Micah chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, Zephaniah 319. If you need those later, I can give them to you, but There'll be a time of, there will be no immaturity also that they suggest seems to be, there will be no, uh, no more tragedies as a result of feeble mindedness, nor dwarfed bodies in that day, longevity will be restored. So there's just a couple things. If you get discouraged in this day in which we live, you need to do like I've done here lately. And, and you hear the news and you hear all that. And it's good, you know, to keep up with modern things, uh, you know, things, uh, upcoming, ev- uh, I should say, worldly events. But don't get so caught up in them that you forget that the Bible says when peace and, when they cry peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. The next thing that we know is it's setting the stage for the Antichrist. But I like to even fast forward a little bit more and think about that time of peace and prosperity when God rules And one day, God's going to set it all straight, friend. He's going to set it straight. He's going to reign. He's going to rule. He's going to be in charge. And the wonderful thing is, if you are saved today, listen, if you are a child of God, if you're saved, you say, I've trusted Jesus Christ, my personal Lord and Savior. Listen, you will enjoy this time of utopia. You enjoy this golden age, this age of grace. I'm not telling you about some fairy tale. I'm talking about the Bible says if you've been faithful over a few things, God will make you a ruler over many things. You will be, uh, according to your faithfulness, you will be in this time of peace and prosperity in the millennial reign. I will, I believe, by faith, what the Bible teaches, because I'm saved, not because of any other reason, but because I've trusted Jesus Christ, my personal Lord and Savior. I will enjoy and we'll rule and reign with him. You hear what I said? We will rule and reign with him. We will enjoy this wonderful golden thousand-year reign of Jesus Christ upon the earth and, uh, and be allowed, the privilege, to know what it was. To know what it was when, when things were amuck, when man made a mess of things, when we've tried government programs and we've tried different experimentations and things only to know of wars and rumors of wars and no peace and be deposited over there in that millennial reign to enjoy that for a thousand literal years will be a small taste. Listen to me now digest this. Think about it. A small taste before at the end of that, when we come to Gog and Magog and God destroys them with the fire that, that, uh, from, from heaven, will we be deposited into the eternal state and there we will ever live in all eternity in he- heaven with Jesus Christ, the one that made it all possible. Let's pray. Heavenly Fathers, we come to you. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. And Lord, we just pray now that you would take the word of God and apply it to our hearts, that, Lord, we may think of this wonderful time of peace and prosperity that we know that's coming according to the word of God, and, Lord, how it warms our hearts, and, Lord, how now we ask you that we may apply it to our hearts, that we may not sin against thee. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you enjoyed that this morning, be sure to give us an amen, and at this time, I want to stick around and I want to take your prayer request. Okay. So I'm taking prayer requests now and we want to pray about those. And I have some for you and I will pray for you. Let me put this in here. There we go. Let me put this title up. So I'm here for you now, taking your prayer request. I'm gonna go back through the chat. And see if there's any, I know there was some requests that came in that I kind of seen out of the corner of my eye. I'm going back all the way to the front so I don't miss anybody. And if I miss you, just type it again. All right, I went all the way back to the beginning. And I know there's one here. Okay, Maxine Travis says, need prayers real bad. So let's pray for them and their situation. Uh, Melissa Campbell says, I'm good pastor going back to UVA Tuesday. Okay. Well, Melissa, I may see you up there because I have an appointment UVA, my semi-annual appointment that I had to change over from uh, December and reschedule because we had that snow day. Uh, And I go Tuesday as well. So pray for the pastor and Miss Melissa going to UVA Tuesday, both looking on down here. All right. Let's see. Oh, and thank you for the congratulations on the baby. Alrighty. right. Let's see. And oh, by by the way, little Natalie Meredith, uh sometime today, I'll do a live stream. I don't know when I'll be able to do it, but I will and because she's going to be come up here to the church and actually be her first time in church, okay, in the building. And I'll come in here and do a live stream and let y'all see her. I know it's different in a picture. And uh, so that'll probably be more around, I don't know, 2, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, somewhere between that range. i got some things i got to do first, but I'll do a live stream if you kind of want to keep an eye out for that. And I'll be on there a while, and you can see her. Let's see. I'm looking, looking, looking. All right, scrolling. So like I said, if you have prayer requests, I'm looking now. All right, Kelly May says, continue praying for William's brother. Yes, pray for him. He has cancer. All right. Okay. Uh, Mary Martin says, remember her family in prayer. Holly Hilton says, thank you for prayers. Mom's report came back good, but all for all for six months. Okay. So let's pray about this. And Eric Duncan says, pray for my family and unspoken. So good to have you this morning. And okay. Glad to have you, Annette. says, I have a friend, Sylvia, who's been treated for cancer, and needs healing prayers. Yes, we will certainly pray for this. All right, and then we have uh, Miss Lisa. says, is awaiting test results. So let's pray for her. And then Miss uh, Carrie says she has an unspoken. Also, I have some requests. Hang on just a second. Let me get my list. All right. So here's my list prayer request. Let's remember uh, Robert Clark. Uh, remember, he has his carotid arteries going up to his uh, brain. They are, um, I think, 95% plus percent uh, block, blockage. So let's pray for him. He has some upcoming appointments to decide on how to go about that. Um, and then, of course, Miss Carrie, Kathy, as she is, um, and here's some more prayer requests. Um, Rosemary says, I appointment a row note tomorrow. So let's pray for her. Safe travels. And then also Kenneth Hilton Prayer, yes, prayer for upcoming week for our country, absolutely. And let's remember, Billy Turner had a little touch of pneumonia, but that may be resolved by now. And Lee and the baby, remember Jessica Harmon, as we mentioned, and a uh, baby, Matt and Jessica. Uh, Bobby Hagee with health issues. I know he's trying to discover uh, what's going on there. Okay. All right, Maxine says she enjoyed the service. Medical problems aren't doing any better, only worse. All right, let's continue to pray for this. All right, anybody else? I'm still here. If you wanna, you have time to put those in there. Hopefully, I didn't overlook anybody. Always go back later and look to see if I, uh, if you're watching on the replay and you'd like to punch in your prayer requests, will be sure to pray about that as well. All righty, so uh, we'll do it. Like I said, I'm looking forward to later bring little Natalie over here and. I'll be here in my office and do my little setup, and we'll do a live stream, and you'll be able to be able to see her. And uh, since things are so different now, you know, bring the baby and pass them through the church. You know, we can't do that now, but we can do this, right? Anybody else? Real quick, have any prayer requests? Monitor chat, real quick. Also, um, I just thought of one. Pray for David King. Um, oh, here. Uh, let me say this one. Remember David King in prayer? Uh, there is a local church that needed someone to fill in, and they called me, asked me if I knew anybody, and they asked about David King, where he just got called to preach. And so actually, there'll be a phasing out um, of a pastor, and they wanted somebody to fill in, so David got called out this morning early to uh, go and sit with this pastor before he steps away, and he'll he'll be getting, uh, evidently it sounds like, some opportunities to preach, so Pray for him and this church and this pastor. All right, then also Miss Myrtle says going for MRI on my back on Tuesday. Okay, so a lot going on Tuesday, uh, doctor's appointments and so forth. Pray for Miss Myrtle. All right, so uh, anybody else real quick? I want to give you a chance to chime in, and then we will pray together. Remember, between uh, 1 and 3 p.m., you can drop off your tithes, offerings, and gifts. Uh, Pick up a CD, DVD if you know anybody that could uh, do those. And as soon as it's done, I will uh, make those available. And trying to think, yeah, between one and three, you you can still send your tithes and offerings. Many have uh, sent in their tithes and offerings through the PO box, and, and that works well. It's a good, secure location to send it. And we get those, and where we have the lock box and all, they're safe. And then we'll make our Deposit uh, today uh, for the offering. And then you can also give online safely and securely through our app, Easy Tile, on our website as well. You can get set up on that. All these are, and even last week, uh, God blessed, uh, wasn't able to have service, but we had a $2,100 offering because God's people are faithful. Okay? God's people are faithful. All right, let's look to the Lord in prayer at this time. Let's pray together. P- pray along with me. Heavenly Father, as we come to you at this time, Lord, we thank you for the available technology that we have today and the opportunity that we have to minister to people during these very unusual times. And Lord, we thank you that uh, we're able to do this and you give us the knowledge and the ability to be able to know how to put all these things together so that we can reach our people and minister to them the best way we can under the circumstances. And Lord, we just pray as we Enter this new year, we're still faced with many challenges that some we didn't even anticipate, but also, Lord, you've blessed us in tremendous ways by bringing new babies into the world. Lord, we pray for Jessica and Matt Harmon now and the family and all everyone involved, baby Cooper. Lord, it will be delivered safely, and Miss Jessica will have an easy um, delivery, and so you'll be with them, and things will just go well, and they can enjoy the baby and there's her family's growing Lord, we thank you for blessing our family with little Natalie and Lord, how she's safe and doing well. And we thank you for bringing her safe and uh, bringing my wife back to a measure of health and strength. And Lord, we just thank you for these blessings that you are bestowing upon us and Lord giving us smiling down on us and letting us know that Lord, you're still up there and you're still taking care of your people. And Lord, we pray for all these many requests. I know there's a lot of doctor's appointment, health issues. Ms. Maxine Travis, as well as Melissa Campbell and Myrtle, have an MRI on her back, and myself as we head up UVA Tuesday for appointments. May they go well and keep us safe on the highway. We pray for these that's been mentioned that has cancer. We lift them up before you and pray for healing, if it be thy will. If not, Lord, grace to endure. Also, we pray, Lord, for our church and church family. You keep us safe. You will watch over us, that you'll be with us and each and every one to be ministered to. And Lord, as we work together for a common cause, Lord, may we enter this as a good soldier, Jesus Christ, and be happy and joyous for what you've done for us as we continue on serving and living for you the best way we know how. Lord, may you forgive us of our sins where we come short, trespass, sin and ignorance. May you forgive us and wash us whiter than snow. And, Lord, that we may continue to serve you with a clean heart, clean hands. And we pray for those who may have gotten away from the Lord. You'll draw them back to you. We pray for those who may be watching that may not be saved or know you as Savior, that, Lord, they'll trust you for its everlasting eternity too late. and We'll thank you and praise you for all you do. And all of God's people said amen. So be sure if you enjoyed the service, and we conclude that prayer, be sure to type "Amen." in the comments and we will see you uh, later on today if you have time uh, Just uh, we'll do a live stream with baby Natalie and I'll be right here in the office and let you see her and uh, we'll do that later we'll uh, go live on the church Facebook, YouTube page and the website like we always do and we'll do that And you'll be able to see her. And remember, you stop by between one and three. We'll be here. I know Brother Guy is going to be helping me and so forth Uh, receive the offering, and we'll get that total up and deposited and keep uh, moving on. All right. Well, God bless you. And we will see you, if not before then, on Wednesday night for a prayer meet Bible study. Continue through the study through the book of James and then we, we'll probably go live a couple times in there. Something else I want to mention for those still watching, I'm really praying about something, about taking my manna and meditation Tuesdays and Thursdays, where it's just a devotional prayer time, and translating that into an, a Bible study. Well, actually, how to, to show you how to study the Bible, okay? Give you the tools and show you the, the things that I do to, to study the Bible and to be able to get the information that I have to present to you. So if that's of interest to you, be sure to let me know and we will meet together and we will be able to do a Bible study together and I'll show you how to rightly divide the word of truth. It would almost be like a Bible institute type of thing, not a Bible college or seminary, but an institute level teaching. Okay, So if you're interested in that, let me know. And I've really been praying about it. I have a lot of people ask me if you know we have the Bible College, and that's great and wonderful too. But there's a lot of people that say, hey, I just want to learn more about the Bible, and we can uh, do like an institute, uh, Old Testament survey, New Testament survey, and uh, a theology study to- together. And I-, I think that would be good. I-, I feel good about it. But give me some feedback on that if you're interested, and we'll do a live stream on that. All right, in the meantime, God bless you. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. If you need anything, be sure to let us know. If you call the church number, it will transfer that to my cell phone. You can text me, Facebook message me, email me, send me a postcard. Uh, I feel a little disconnected from my people because I'm just right now speaking to a, a little oval camera. But if you need anything or you just want to talk, give me a call. Uh, we can do a streamyard yard chat or something, meet virtually, whatever. If you know somebody that needs something, be sure to let me know if there's a shut-in that needs something or whatever, uh, encouragement, whatever it may be, be sure to let me know. All right, God bless you. We appreciate each and every one of you, and I'm going to sign off, and you enjoy your day, and my stomach's growling. I'm going to go find me something else to eat. Amen. We'll talk to y'all folks later. We love you and appreciate you. All right, bye now.